Hey, hey, hey. What's up, everybody? You know who it is. Hot Takes with Bill and Eric is back. Let me, uh, let me open up the weather app on my phone here. What's the forecast saying? Oh, a banger pod is coming. Huh, that's so interesting. Yeah. I didn't realize that that was the possibility. But yeah, I guess there's a high likelihood of a banger pod today, folks. You know it. You know who it is. I am Coach Eric Kostopoulos, head coach of the men's George Washington and Lee basketball team. I'm here with my good friend and assistant coach, Bill Redacted, mm. and we are here to bring you high quality pod content today. Yes, that is what we are here to do. You guys know us for it. You love us for it. And we're back for another episode. This is going to be a good one. Mm -hmm. I can feel it. Yeah, I can feel it in the wind. Uh, Bill, mm -hmm. how you doing? How's your week been? Uh, it was very eventful for sure. Mm -hmm. I had a lot going on this week. You know, we've been telling you guys about some of the controversies we've been involved with these past few weeks. You know, it's been a little bumpy. We've had some leaked clips. We've had uh, some rants outside a grocery store. But we're we're also human beings at the end of the day, and, mm -hmm. and we don't want to lose touch. We don't want you guys to lose touch of our personal lives. Of course. Um. So I had a pretty exciting weekend, actually. Sure I did. um I found that I was spending a lot of time with Jeanette. Mm. Uh, we were getting very, very close. We actually, uh, we made a pretty big milestone, um, and we told each other our last names. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That, that was a very intimate moment, yeah. obviously something that not a lot of people have access to, mm. and for both of us to just be so raw and vulnerable yeah. like that. It was it was very significant, mm -hmm. um, and not long after that, I realized that I'd made a grave mistake. Yeah, you panicked, and I needed to sort of correct the course mm -hmm. uh, because I was way off path. Right, I was getting far too close with our enemy. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've said this is war. Yeah, this, yes. So if we're gonna be at war with the women's team, I can't have this, you know, very special relationship. Uh, I mean, yes, is it? the best relationship with a woman I've ever had? Undoubtedly. Yeah. I mean, the fact that she still talks to me is a miracle. Yeah, she sees through a lot of the things that have turned off other women and just kind of sees you for you in a way very few people ever have. Yes, but she's the enemy, mm -hmm. so uh, I knew I had to kind of get that out of my system. So Smart. the very next day, I went on my right-wing dating app, and I set up Six dates, mm -hmm. all at the same place, rapid fire. I told yeah. each one, hey, I've got a hard out, so you got me for 45 minutes, and that is it. Mm -hmm. That is a little bit of dating advice for you. Uh, if, you know, things are running a little slow, just overbook yourself yep. and be very, very particular about your time, how yes. much time you have. Make them feel like they are expendable, mm -hmm. and that just makes them want you more. Right. Make yourself a limited time offer. You hear about that in marketing all the time. Mm -hmm. You want to sell something? Give it a price time. You know, oh, 4th of July weekend sale, stuff like that. There's a reason. The same exact principle works with women. Yes. Make yourself unavailable, and when you are for only a short period of time, Foolproof. Yeah. And look, we're the guys to talk to about this. I went on six dates in one day. Coach Eric's been married four times. Yeah. I mean, if anyone knows about this kind of stuff, it's us. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, how did they go? I guess they all went poorly. Um, no real luck for me. Again, none of them even came close to the relationship I've had with Jeanette. Mm -hmm. um, 
actually, it kind of worked out for me because in most cases, me saying I had limited time, you know, I only have an hour with you, a lot of them left after 15 minutes. I was going to say, you didn't hit the 45-minute mark, I think, only once, and that was because it was the last one yes. and uh, I was a lot less urgent yes. too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot of them said, Hey, I got to go to the bathroom and uh, I don't know if they got lost in there or uh, someone kidnapped them, but they <laughs> never came back. Uh, yeah. So I didn't follow up and um, you know, I'm just assuming that none of them are really options going forward and, and that's fine. They were probably intimidated by me. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously I'm a big deal. I'm the assistant coach of a college basketball team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think a lot of women see that as a threat. They know how much money, power, yeah. influence I have, yeah. and uh, they're scared. Uh huh. Yeah, I um, I connect with that on on a very deep level. Obviously, yeah. I'm a man of influence. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm parlor, got a pod. Right. You've seen me. You know, March Madness a lot, and so yeah, that's sometimes a little hard to to broach with a woman. Um, you know, I've recently, you know, I'm I'm on the market. I've I've been on uh, a couple dates with this this one woman, um, but I do I can hide my more eccentric beliefs and stuff um, pretty well, well. Well, what other people would call right. eccentric, we don't you know, view it. That let's way. just say non mainstream beliefs, and I usually keep that to the side, and then I kind of spring that on them, you know, a week into marriage. Uh, but unfortunately, this woman that I had been seeing heard the pod, mm. and I have not heard from her since. Okay. Uh, she just sort of, I, we were setting up for a date, and she said, oh, I listened to the pod. I'm going to have to reschedule. And then I've heard nothing after that. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm not sure if there's a correlation between the two. Um do you know what episode she heard? I'm trying to think what could she have heard yeah, that would have turned her off to this that's my thought. Stuff. It's like, I guess it could be seen as a little controversial, but also, you know, I, I don't know. Whatever. It's, did she Did she hear last week's episode? Maybe she heard us get political for the first time, oh, and that's what turned her off. that must have been it. Yeah. That must have. Because, yeah, this has been a sports podcast for the large majority of what we've talked about. It's right. been about sports. Uh, and then maybe once we got political, maybe because as we've said before, sports, politics, big no for no. us. No, I don't want to hear athletes use their platform. Yeah. I don't want them to advocate for anything they believe in. Right. No, just yeah. stick to what you know. Of course. And there is no possible way to allow them to speak like a normal human being would mm-hmm. about their political beliefs. But just because they're celebrity they don't matter and they're invalidated. Right. And for anyone who says to me, well, you're a sports coach mm. and you have a podcast where you talk about politics, I would say, no, I talk about sports. Right. This is a sports I show. I have a sports podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe that political episode was a mistake with her. You know, this was, I wasn't really feeling this woman. Uh, she was cool. And look, my my barometer is, would I marry her next week? Mm-hmm. Right. When I've gotten married, you know, I've been married four times. It has not been a big buildup. It's usually been hot and heavy for a couple months and then just like, let's just get married. Yeah. And the longest a marriage has lasted was four years. Oh, 
was four years. That was my first. Okay. Because that was like kind of for real. Right. And you then know, you had your two daughters with her. I had my two daughters. I don't want to say that's the reason you split, but I know that was you know, at the core of Look, I have been called Henry the Eighth. <laughs> uh by some people uh, in the media. Yeah. And for anyone who calls Eric Henry VIII, I'll just ask you this. Does Eric's first wife still have her head? Yeah, I haven't beheaded anybody. I mean, you know? what a what a awful, awful thing to yeah. say about someone. Maybe you could say that I beheaded her in court because mm-hmm. she got nothing. She yes. got nothing. That's the game, baby. Yeah. You know, we went and look, I did it perfectly. I said in the beginning when we decided to end it, I was like, I'm going to be amicable. We're going to end this like, you know, like adults. We've got, we have children together. Best interest is for the family. She believed me. I hire a team of lawyers and just (laughs) take that. And I walk away with all of my money in a state intact. She gets crumbs. And I'm living large, baby. Yeah. We've gotten a lot of criticism for giving relationship to, uh, you know, advice because we haven't had the most conventional love lives, obviously. Bill, you've never been on a second date. Thank you. I've been married four times. We're kind of on like two polar ends. Or in some ways the same end. Right. I mean, I well, think. Well, we're both, you could both describe us as romantic failures, but mm-hmm. we're on two different ends of that. You saying that you spring all of your beliefs on your wife mm-hmm. a week after you get married, I think I'm just very upfront yes, about that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think ultimately it's the same cause. Right. But uh, it's just a timing thing. Yeah, timing, different ways to go about it. I'm okay at acting like a normal enough guy for a little while until they think this guy's the one, and then I'm very quickly revealed not to be. Do we want to move on to our topic of the day? Um, yeah. So today's topic, we're going to give you guys a little bit of a break. I know last week was tough. We had to talk about the politics. Mm -hmm. This is a sports podcast, so we're going to try to get away from that. But I've been seeing a lot on Parlor. You know, I'm in my mentions a lot. And one of the biggest questions I see, especially lately, has been, you know, Coach Kaz, what is being a man to you? Mm -hmm. You know, what makes a true man? And so I thought that today we could talk about that. We could talk about masculinity and how we feel about that. But I think it's important. I guess I'll start by saying I am very comfortable in my masculinity. Yeah, let's start that off. I could not be more secure in my masculinity. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that that's a good starting point. Because often when I have this sort of conversation with someone they will instantly point to insecurity on my end. Mm -hmm. And I just want to make it clear that I am so comfortable in who I am as a man Mm -hmm. and my masculinity that that is an invalid argument. You're wrong. I am so, so okay with it. I am so sure that I'm manly and that I'm a man. I'm so sure. But... I feel like I am constantly under attack Mm -hmm. as a manly man. Yes. You know, because I am. I am. I'm a manly man. I am the stereotypical guy. You know, I drive a big SUV. I own incredible amounts of guns. I drink brown liquor. I smoke cigars. I eat red meat. I treat women poorly. 
I am all the things that makes a manly man. And I feel like in this society nowadays, that's somehow become a bad thing. Yeah. And for anyone saying, oh, is that you overcompensating for something? Uh, No, that's just who he is. I know. It's like, oh, am I trying to protect against the fact that my dad never really saw me as the perfect son and that I was too weak and that I wasn't a great athlete. So I became a coach to hide that. No, 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 that's, that's I don't even know what you're basing. Right. That in. I'm just me. You know, I, I when I see a gun or when I see a hot chick, I'm going, yeah, I'm a man. Yeah. So many times throughout the day, I see something that just makes me feel like, yeah, I'm a man. That's just a that's just a thought that real men have. Yeah, no, real men constantly have to reaffirm for themselves that they are a man. And real men recognize when other men are maybe venturing outside of yeah. what's traditionally manly, mm-hmm. how that is an attack on them. Exactly. If you're a man, like, you know, we've seen, you know, a couple times, you know, men wear dresses or men do something that's typically more feminine. And that is a direct attack. On me. On me. (laughs) Yes. All right, because now you're wearing dresses. Next thing you know, the PC police are knocking at my door and telling me, here, Eric, put on this dress. And I'm a man. No. Yeah, what are you going to make me wear a dress? (laughs) Yeah, because that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. What's with all these people trying to make me wear a dress? Right. I probably wouldn't like that. I mean, I just, oh, just. Stick to tradition. Yeah, thank you. Because, like I said, just because if you're... I mean, because what do you want? What do you want? Everyone to be, you know, who they are. And if you're traditionally more masculine, great. If you want to venture into more things, be who you are. You know, find your true self and whatever that is. No! That doesn't work! You're a man! Be a man! When did it become okay to just change all these things around? Because as a man and a masculine man, mm-hmm. I know how every man should be. Yes. And it's exactly like me. Yes. And I know you guys can't see us because this is an audio medium. Right. But if you were looking at us, you would say, those are men. Mm-hmm. Right? You would, you would know. We've just, we got the look. Yeah. And I'll say this. Of the 7 billion people on this planet... Anyone who thinks it's unrealistic for all of them to fit into one of two categories has lost their marbles. Thank you. Someone finally said it. I want to make it very clear. I am a man. I know I'm a man. And I am a manly man. Yes. Yes, I am. Because I'm getting ahead of this whole insecurity stuff. It's not true. You can probably hear just by how I'm talking about it. That this is just, I feel comfortable. I'm comfortable in my own skin. Why is that so hard for these people to understand? Okay? Just because I see someone else doing stuff that's different than what I've known and that maybe makes me question some things. No, I'm not questioning them. Okay? That's just, that's off. That's off. And this is the kind of energy I bring as a father to my son. Yeah. You know, I'm making sure my son grows up to be a mirror image of me. And if you if you look deeper into this stuff, there are no problems. No. There, right? There's there are no issues that arise when you kind of box people into these no, two categories. No. That is 
fine. It's yes. how we've always done it. It's led to no kind of issues. Just nope. stick to that. There's no reason to do all this new agey sort of, Ugh. oh, well, maybe. No. Don't. No. Think too hard about it. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say to you. And if you're saying, especially when we're talking about women, Eric, Bill, you're both men. How could you possibly understand the complexities of being a woman in a very male-centric society? Oh, and please. Maybe I have ambition and I want to have a career. Why should I, just because I'm a woman, you know, take a secondary role in our relationship? And I would say, because that's how it is. Yeah, yeah. And that's how it is. I saw my parents, my mom was a brilliant professor. She has, my, my mom has a PhD, very smart woman. She had a bright career ahead of her. But when she got married to my dad, she very happily dropped everything mm -hmm. and became a mom and raised me. And- And look how he turned exactly. out. Exactly. Look at how stable and healthy I am in the way I look at everyone. So that's the way everyone should do it. I just, I think things are starting to get away from us. And when I see these blatant attacks on me and who I am as a man by other men, <laughs> yeah. you know, doing different stuff, I guess I just feel like they should stop that because I'm getting uncomfortable. Right. You're making us uncomfortable. Stop. And, you know... Look, I've made a lot of very bold statements against this. You know, when Gillette came out, mm. I drove mm. over an entire package of Gillette razors with my Hummer. Ruin your tires. Yeah. Worth it, though, for the yeah. statement. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I said, the best a man can get? I don't think so. And it was went crazy viral yeah. on Twitter. That ad was so controversial. Oh, that me. ad was I mean, so condescending and... Such craziness. Yeah. If you watch that ad, it is the most insane take on masculinity you will ever see. And it attacks me. Yeah. Like, what, I can't do this stuff anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Or like my son. I look over and, you know, my son is, he's a little on the shorter side. Mm -hmm. And he's getting beaten up by some bigger kid. That's just part of growing up. Yeah. You're just, that's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to get beaten up. And I bet these people would say if a girl was beating up Eric uh, Jr. because he was small, that that's okay. And maybe even good. No. No. That's still wrong. Yeah. Don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired of all these people saying that girls bullying boys is good. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk. Can we talk about that? Maybe How not. <laughs> That ad was a direct attack on, on men like me yeah, and men like Bill because you're saying that everything we are is bad and that, you know, because I hear this, this term toxic masculinity get thrown around enough. So you're, okay, so you're saying masculinity is toxic. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? What? Because that's what it means. I want to be crystal clear about what toxic masculinity is means from these people. It doesn't just mean that masculinity sometimes has bad tendencies, just like femininity sometimes has bad tendencies. It means that all masculine things are bad. All right, guys, I know that got a little ranty. Um, we may have been, you know, kind of on our soapboxes a little bit, but we felt it was really important to say yeah. this stuff because there is such a clear media presence in the world trying to eliminate us and who we are as men and we had to do something about that because yeah. it's outrageous. It is outrageous. And, you know, I know we 
hide our emotions pretty well on this podcast. Mm. We are pretty even even keel when it comes to that stuff. But this is something that really matters to yeah. us. And so, you know, that's why we talked about it at length this pod. But hopefully those of you on Parlor and people asking us this have their answer now. And we'll take this and apply this to their lives. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, with that, let's jump into another edition of Ask Bill and Eric. Yes, sir. We have some uh, some questions that you guys called in. Uh, these questions are actually from women. Yeah. So for all of you who say, I can't believe there are women who listen oh. to this show, here you go. Uh, yeah. Hi, Bill and Eric. I'm such a big fan of the show and of you two, and I have some questions that I wanted to ask you. So I've recently started seeing someone and I didn't know when I started seeing them that they're secretly a lib. And now I don't know what to do. What's your advice? Wow. That's a tough one. Wow. The secret lib. I've been hit with that before. You know, you go on a date, everything's fine. Next date, they show up wearing a Hillary shirt. Yep. And you're thinking, oh. Or they show up wearing a, a Ted Cruz shirt, you know, and yeah. you know, little too liberal for me. <laughs> right, when they show up wearing Marco Rubio stuff or right. something, or Ben Sass merch. It's just like, oh. This is a great, great question. That, that is and such it, a good it question. Happens, it happens all the time. Um, even, you know, I, one thing I would recommend is uh, the Right Wing Dating app that I'm using. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't want to give out the name, but if you look up Right Wing Dating Apps, uh, it's the best one. So I would recommend that if you like, you know, the apps. I mean, the answer plain and simple is if you're dating someone that's a lib, to dump them. I mean, you, yeah. there's no way this could work. Yeah. Um, don't listen to them because nope. they're going to probably try yeah. to maybe uh, show you where you're a little misguided or nope. maybe your privilege yeah. is getting in the way. And uh, no, that is toxic. That is wrong. Uh, you need to get away from that yeah. person as soon as possible. Burrow deeper into your echo chamber is what yes. I would say. Yeah. Um, if Even though you are not willing to be open-minded, they should be, yeah. right? So if they're not well, willing... Well, because you're right. Exactly. You're in the right wing. Yeah. This is what has ended marriages for me. You know, it's okay. We're different politically, but that's okay. Everything's going to be fine. No. And then we have kids, and I don't want them learning about bi- biology. I want them taking Liberty University courses online. She's like, no, they have to learn about evolution. Right. And next thing you know, end of relationship. Yeah. When you're trying to indoctrinate your kids, it's yeah. going to become a problem yes. if you have different political views than your significant other. It's going to be an issue right. when you're trying to just streamline information mm-hmm. into their brain and your spouse doesn't agree with that. So, yeah, I would say dump this person, get on a right-wing dating app. Even Parler is a good place to meet people. I've talked yeah. to some people on yeah. there. I'm running into issues. Recently, the direct message function on my Parler account was uh, erased. Mm. I am no longer able to do that because of just activity going on in my account. Obviously, I've had a lot of stuff taken down. I'm trying to fight it. Yeah. I'm not quite sure. I was promised free speech, but they said this is too free. Yeah. You are the first person to have been censored on Parler, yeah. which is almost impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's get into our next call. Okay, yeah. So I was just minding my own business the other day, grocery shopping, and I came across a disturbing section. And listen, I don't want to say it, so I'll just say that it was a, an aisle of toasted bread crisps. 
And I know you guys have talked about the C word on the show, but what's your advice with dealing with people's insensitivity on a daily basis? Wow. Wow, that is such an insightful question. Yeah. Um, yeah. A, I mean, we did do a whole episode on this, but mm-hmm. we should get back to it. Right. We haven't talked too much about the use of the word when it comes to uh, the tasty snack. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we talked about how we use different words in our household. Yeah. But it's tough because people do ask, you know, I've been boycotting Keebler and Ritz for a while now um, because of their use. And people ask, you know, how's that going? And what's the solution? Yeah. Right? Um, because... This, that's the question that, you know, what's the solution? Well, Aunt Jemima got canceled this year. Mm-hmm. We're changing all that. The Redskins aren't a thing anymore. You yeah. know, that's offensive. Yeah. But why should Ritz and Keebler continue to profit off the suffering of millions of white people? This is going to get me riled up. And I, I think we need to focus on the question because the question is about how to deal with the emotions that come up when you see... Uh, an aisle in a grocery store with a word like this. I would say that this is a a slippery slope and I almost feel like I shouldn't have started making this point because I have nowhere to go with it. Yeah, Uh, well, I can pick it up. Um, Yeah, if if, if you're not able to, you know, you feel things a little deeper and you see this stuff, you know, walk away, don't engage with it. You know, like I said, I'm boycotting it. So that's one way, you know, take a, an individual stand, even though it feels like there's this systemic sort of attack attack on us in this way. Just make an individual effort, walk away. All right, let's move on to our next call. Thank you for that call. Again, different person. Yeah, different person coming up. Third question. So Time just released their person of the year, and surprise, surprise, it's Joe Biden to Kamala Harris. Of course, they chose two libs. Um, but anyway, I wanted to ask, who do you guys think they should have chosen? What a question! Wow, that's a great question. Uh, well, I don't read Time is way too leftist for me. Yeah, I mean, that's like fantasy. Yeah. That's, that's, that's like reading Harry Potter <laughs> for me. <laughs> like, yeah, what world the, are we living it's in? It's the same thing. Yeah. Um, Harry Potter, Time, pretty much on the same level. Shout yeah. out to J.K. Rowling. Mm. Um, oh yeah with, well, for certain things yeah we oh she's so close yeah so close <laughs> she's so close yeah. um that's a great question who built who would be your time person of the year mm. this is a tough one um i mean i'm a little biased because mm-hmm. i haven't really talked about this on the show uh but maybe we can get into it some other time i would say steve bannon <laughs> That was exactly who I was going to say. I was going to say Steve Bannon. I have a few joint ventures with Steve. Um, we have some you know, business together. He is a great guy, just a real man's man. For sure. Um, I'm really excited about some of the stuff we're working on. I can't quite talk about it yet, but yeah, we're kind of laying the groundwork. He uh, has, I feel like, gone a little underappreciated. And yes. in years past, has been a little bit more at the forefront of, uh, you know, the media and, and the political sphere. And I feel like he has not gotten the shine that he maybe yeah. deserves because he's still doing really good stuff. Obviously, we love Breitbart. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we get a lot of our kind of unbiased, yeah. just news without a slant right. for us. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to say, Steve, shout out to you. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. And, uh, you know, let's get to the money. 
Yeah, that that's really unfair. Because that's literally who I was going to pick, Steve Benny. Even though he's a you know a little liberal for me. He's uh, <laughs> yeah. He. I mean, but I think in that case we talked about not being able to coexist with liberals. Right. He he's kind of like J.K. Rowling. Exactly. Like, oh, we could really get you. Right. Okay. Well, if I can't use Steve Bannon again, because that would not be good podcast content. Who would I pick? Maybe Donald Trump Jr. Mm. I think he's a real rising star. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously his father has been doing a pretty good job. You know, he's been very, even though he's a little bit to the left, he's done a great <laughs> job being open-minded and, and listening to our side. Um, but Don Jr., I just see endless potential in the kid. Yeah. Very put together, very much a man's man. I love how he's constantly hunting endangered species think that's great stuff like that really up my alley he's recently gone through a divorce which i feel and yeah i just see him as a rising star for the republican party and for our wing just a self-made man i mean someone who really just got it made for himself Mm -hmm. uh did not just kind of attach himself to his last name and and get a platform purely based on that uh great guy obviously we've met him a bunch of times Mm -hmm. he's always been really good to us uh, a lot of people say, oh, uh, you know, he's kind of racist or misogynist. And we say, well, he wasn't like that to us. I haven't been offended. No. And so no one else should be. When yeah. it's just me, him, Eric, some right. other men. Just kicking it with the boys. Uh, I don't see any of that. But yeah, I think that that wraps up our, our call segment. And we're, we've reached the end of our pod. Yeah, thank you for the calls. Be sure to send in some if you have. Just go to our website, hottakeswithbillanderic.biz. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just call the number, leave a message. We love giving you guys advice. We're very qualified. Uh, some podcasts will tell you we're not qualified to give advice. We're telling you we are. We are Do qualified. Do what we say. Yes. Follow it to a T. You will be fine. That is 100% true. Thank you so much for listening. I had a ton of fun today. Mm. Cannot wait to talk to you guys next week. I think the meteorologists were right. I sure do, yeah. Hopefully you guys got through that experience, that crazy pod energy that was predicted. And we'll see you guys next week. Take care. Love.